So the whole cafe thing is slowly starting to develop and looks like it's actually going to end up happening. And it cafe looks thing? Like, yeah, the whole, well, the whole game processing and said, if I do that, I want a deli. Oh. And deli, <laughs> a a deli. Well, no, but if you do well, a deli can be a cafe. And honestly, you know, something like that, that's a little bit later than everybody who closes here at like five, you know, not not necessarily a bad idea. But I'm I'm looking at the restaurant side of things and like like the steak you had last night, mm-hmm. a steak was good. Mm-hmm. That steak smelled amazing. <laughs> I was like, oh man, but I can make that steak and. Everywhere we've had steak out here has just been blah compared to whenever I make a steak like that, you know, and that was an easy, quick steak. The girls had minute steaks and they stinking loved them. Lily wouldn't even take a knife to hers. She wouldn't pull it out of her mouth long enough to take a knife to it. So I was like, come on, Lily, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just one meal. Can we have one, you know? So, yeah, I'm uh, just looking at that and I'm like, okay, but. I found a couple of locations. One is definitely walking distance because it's the um, it's the office, basically that big office space that's right across from Allstate. So there's uh, farmers over there, but then there's this one that's just been a closed down office. Mm. Um, but apparently it's got a conference room and it's got a kitchen in it. So I'd want to see that, obviously. But if I use a you know standard good size office, I can turn it into a kitchen. That's what a lot of people do anyway. So was looking at that and was thinking, you know, I mean, I have so much commercial equipment here <laughs> that I can just be like, all right, I'm going to bring it over there. And if it's a block away, oh, no. Right. But I'm not a bus boy. I'm not a dishwasher. And I want to make sure that, you know, it's understood because I mean, I'm going to go there. I'm going to work. You know, it's like that's that's kind of the thing. So but processing game. Oh, yeah. And, and Kelly told me like straight out. So it's a common thing, a common thing. For game processors to not give you back the animal that you brought in to be processed. That's like gross. It happens more often than you think. Well, yeah, because here's what you think about. So let's say you go out and you take a clean kill, right? Let's say let's say you got a deer and you hit it clean and it's, you know, in five within five minutes, it's down. It doesn't it doesn't make it a few yards and it's it's dropped and it's done, right? Mm-hmm. You do a quick dressing out there, just bleed it, you know, make sure it's good, good to go. My hope you got it, you know, but anyways, so you take it to a processor, processor takes it and they weigh it, right? And then they give you a couple of, couple of days later or whatever it takes them. And you come in and you pick up your meat. They ask you if you want it down to primals, if you want end cuts, if you want, you know, sausage, however you want it, everything in every, in the way that you want it and everything that you want it. And it's like, okay, and that makes sense. But then they just approximate and they'll give you somebody else's animal. And this is what sucks about it is the thought that somebody else goes and takes a deer. Let's say somebody takes a, a buck, right? Mm-hmm. And it's a bad shot. Let's say they, they have a neck shot, right? The thing runs and it takes them two days to find it. Because hunters will do that. They'll run for two days tracking an animal down. They go for two days to find it. It's been dead for two days. And then they get it. Maybe maybe they don't dress it. Maybe they do. And then they take it to the processor. And you're going to get that meat? That's gross. I'm like, oh, no. We're going to have accountability on this. I will QR code every single animal that comes in. Do it by hang weight. 
and then you know have multiple scales that are on there so somebody will know when their animals picked up when it's what it's being approved for on the processing side of it what the what the you know um the waste weight is on it and what the actual end up end weight is on it and have all that stuff together i'm like that's the way i would do it and she's like that would be amazing and mike's like yeah that's the way you need to do it it's like because that, that's what sticks out it's why all, and and all these people are closing you know i was i asked the same question I'm like well, why is everybody closing it's because they're just selling it they don't want to sell it they don't want to go through the headache of selling it they've they've done it they've made their money they've literally made millions of dollars doing it they don't care about selling a you know thirty thousand dollar building they just why what's the point I don't want to go through the headache of it. And I get that because I wouldn't want to go through the headache of it. I did that with SIA. When it came down to it, I sold the printing equipment and all the other stuff. And it's like, and I sold the client list and I walked away. And everybody's like, well, why didn't you just sell the company? I didn't want to go to the headache of that because you know people, uh, the new owner is going to call you up and bug you and everything else. And hey, what about this? We'll do this and this problem. And I don't want that crap. And I didn't want any of that crap. So literally. So I get it. So the accountability is there and it's in a big way. So crazy to realize that this is sounding more and more like something that's like okay let's do it type situation so well it will definitely be weird if you do because you haven't done anything like this since i've met you Mm -hmm. everything that we've done has been very closed at home Mm -hmm. not super like actually like life-changing things so yeah it's really weird i'm like i'm i'm taking the kitchen that's all i care about so but uh yeah and with that good morning and welcome to the soup podcast on everything it is tuesday february 21st once again another month is just flying the heck by and yeah see there's the look to realize that we're literally a week out of this month being over which is like hand in hand both super exciting and the the anxiety and and fear and overwhelming like looming i'm gonna fuck up is Mm -hmm. now showing up for me fucking everything up and not putting things in the ground early enough or late enough or whenever and Mm -hmm. like it's it's here now and the biggest difference now is that like the last two years i've been very much online and like looking at everybody else and what they're doing this year i'm kind of just not like i really am not like i was super on the facebook groups and engaging what everybody else was doing to try to see when i should put things in when i should you know start things and this year i was just like yeah i'm just gonna do what i fucking do it and that's what i've done so far and now that you know warm weather showed up yesterday and i'm like oh <laughs> am i am i prepared for this and i am i know do i know what i'm doing because like it's not detrimental for a lot of the things that I want to do. The biggest thing that I keep thinking about is like we I keep talking about everything with where the sunflowers are going to go. Mm-hmm. And I keep thinking about how I should do the sunflowers and I should be making sure and looking up to see if sunflowers and lettuce get along well. Because if they do, then I should do sunflowers and then do lettuce in front of it because lettuce is nice, short and, you know, it's got a short growing season. And it's, you know, when it's as hot as it is. It doesn't like to exist for much longer, but being right there behind the house means that it has the whole first half of the day, pretty much, not getting direct sunlight, which is amazing for that out here. Like, most people are like, no, you still need full sunlight for your lettuce. I'm like, yeah, you don't want full, hot, humid sunlight (laughs) straight Mm -hmm. for your lettuce. That's what causes it to bolt. So I'm thinking about that. And then, you know, a couple different areas that I have in mind, like the way that where I'm going to grow the tomatoes, the way that I'm doing it, which I built the framing for how I'm going to do the trellis, which I'm excited about. And now I know 
and I need to look up because I'm ready to give you exactly what I need from Lowe's, which is just going to be two things um, and two very inexpensive things um, so that I can do it the right way because I thought about it. I was like, I don't need that. But then I thought about the hassle that it's going to cause if I don't get it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get them. And then, um, but because the way I'm doing it is they're going to be growing up in a pyramid kind of shape, the entirety of in between that can be lettuce because it'll be shaded out and it'll be nice and happy. It'll not have that shade, especially once the tomatoes get taller. So I'm like, I, my brain is actually like thinking about all the different things that I can do now that I have different beds and different ideas. And like, I'm starting from scratch with where with the way everything is here that mm-hmm. I'm taking everything that I know I wanted to do and couldn't do or didn't go well with the other garden and everything. And it's just two years of knowledge, but I already am like implementing that into this and i went out there and i was i I was doing stuff yesterday so Mm -hmm. i'm excited but again the excitement comes also with the dread (laughs) because i'm scared (laughs) that i'm gonna mess it up again especially now that like you're home so now it's like i don't want to i can't really look at it as oh i messed up oh well now it's like oh i if i mess up that's food that you're counting on being there that's not gonna be there so Mm -hmm. it's a little bit more you know I'm focusing on it more, especially now that, you know, all the craziness going on in the U.S. I I really, really want to become more self-sufficient and we need to there's a there's like a list of like seven or eight things that I want to actually figure out and do the math and find out where to get those things and how to keep them and save them in a way that's going to be, you know, logical and not, you know, oh, we're just saving this to save this. Oh, maybe we'll use this. Like, I legitimately want to spend like an entire day like i i i want to spend an entire day just baking bread and then spend another entire day just making tortillas Mm -hmm. and spend another like because all that stuff freezes amazingly and so i'm like that's where my brain is now that i want to set aside a day like every month that i just do certain things all day no matter what everybody else has going on because that's the biggest thing is that i'll go oh i want to do this today and then the moment somebody else tells me something i'm like oh well i can do it tomorrow and i need to stop doing that i need to go i'm doing this thing today and that's it. I have to do it no matter what, because, you know, I we haven't so far in the past, you know, two and a half weeks. We have not bought bread. I made that bread and the girls were using it and I didn't know that they yeah. were using it. I was very excited that I came into the kitchen and they were eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches they made with my bread. And I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like that's amazing. And so. I want to I really want to get the things down. And the, the sourdough starter is I this this time. I'm going to the instead of discarding um, what you I would normally discard, I'm going to put it into a separate jar mm-hmm. and try to get two of them going because it's right at that point where it's just about to be mature enough. So I'm hoping that if I just split it in half and keep two of them going, that it'll be great because, like I said, the wheat flour did amazing for it. Like it loved that, it ate that up and actually rose. So I'm hoping that maybe that's my my key for mine for at least you know the way that things have been because I definitely still want to start just one for white sourdough bread i don't want to do all of it being wheat sourdough but i mean hey if it works and if that's my first sourdough bread is a wheat sourdough instead of a white sourdough then so be it i just want to be able to make one because i love sourdough which i think is so funny because i used to hate it i hated it growing up literally my mom would get sourdough and she would make sandwiches with it and she you know i'd be super excited oh man can i have a bite and then i would smell it before i would even put my mouth on it and i would be like it's sourdough isn't it (laughs) and she'd be like yeah i love sourdough Mm -hmm. and i hated it i literally despise sourdough bread now if i don't have sourdough bread on a good homemade sandwich then i'm like 
what's the point? Like, <laughs> it's missing a key flavor. So I'm super excited to get it because, like, if I do that, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Especially after we did the thing with, you know, we got the ham and sliced it up, made sandwich meat out of it. Mm-hmm. I'm, like, I'm, I'm so looking forward to doing that because yeah. – the girls love sandwiches, mm-hmm. but they only like good sandwiches. They're not, they're so spoiled. <laughs> they, you make them a basic ham and cheese sandwich, and they're like, fuck, did, what the fuck is this? What am I supposed to do with that? I don't like that. <laughs> That's nasty. But, you know, give them a good sandwich, and then they come home raving about it. So, so yeah, no, I just want to get, I want to get everything down. Everything is starting to really worry me. It's weird being an adult and actually like witnessing the things that are going on Mm -hmm. it's hard because i like i'm still i i realize that i'm getting to that point where now i'm in in an in-between phase where some things they like i can only handle things to a certain point now because i get to a certain point of just you know knowing about a certain topic and i like i literally can't it's like i'm just overloaded i can't listen anymore about it because it it just it's terrifying and i don't want to sit there and just worry about it because i'm a worrier and i have anxiety so i don't want to be constantly thinking about all those things i want to be able i need to listen to just enough of it so that it does worry me but not to the point of existential dread mm-hmm. <laughs> because that's what makes me go what's the point i'm going to die anyways <laughs> like i don't want to get there i want to go okay I hear what's happening. That is terrifying. Let me see what I could do about it. I don't want to be dependent on these things anymore. Let's see what I could do about it. I don't want to have to deal with things like that. So let's see what I can do about it. And that's how I am right now, especially after I did go out there and build the frame. I'm like, it's not mm-hmm. great, but I don't care. I built it. Uh, literally, that's, it's it's so ugly, but I don't care because I did it. that's how I start every, started everything <laughs> I've ever done. Exactly. You know, like, honestly, I built that archway and I had no like preconceived notions on what it was going to look like. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, I, at first I was like, mm, this is going to look like crap. <laughs> no, I'm going to add on to it until it doesn't is. And that's what I do. And it's like, so I added onto the sides and I added the trellis and it's like, I added everything and put everything onto it. And now I know I'm going to add, you know, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to add a trellis to it. And I've got the, the pergolas. And then it was like, I put the the smalls on the top and then I did that one, you know, did the angle cut and I was like, that oh, looks pretty good. Then I did the second cut to, you know, round off that angle and I'm like, okay, now that looks really good. <laughs> and then you stained it and now it's like, now I look at it. I just walked out there today and I looked at it and went, holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> like, and then I found hmm. the string lights, the solar proud string lights. Oh, so good. I have to get out there and wrap those around the top mm-hmm. of it because that's where I want them. So exci- yeah, no, I'm so, so it's excited. Gonna, it's going to be absolutely <laughs> gorgeous when it's done. So and now you can have now you have a spot for your hanging plants. Mm-hmm. So it's like yeah. So you literally that thing is, that thing is great. I wish there was like a little bench or something that we could put in there. But no, I, I'm I'm glad for what it's going to be. I want it to be that entry into your garden, into having that beautiful spot. And I looked, I found those juniper plants. If I wanted to line the whole side of it with juniper, so people would have to walk through the archway to basically see your garden. Yeah, it would cost. What did I? I did the math on it. It would cost right around a thousand dollars to be able to do that but in like three years it would look absolutely amazing because people would walk by and go you know anybody walking in our backyard or looking in our backyard but then i was like "Ooh, but we wouldn't be able to see into the garden from up here is the only problem i had so if, if i was going to put any actual height to it you know so so I'm, I'm looking at it i'm like okay so we'll figure it out we'll get it all figured <laughs> out there's so many options and so many things that we can do i just first thing i want to do is get the fence up yeah. And welcome to the stupid podcast on everything where I'm Joey and I'm Kiki and we talk about everything and nothing all at the same time. We literally didn't do that part yet. So 
Wow. And uh, let's jump into our national days because we are actually behind. <laughs> so what's our what do we have today? It's just just the one. OK. What is it? It's National Grain Free Day. OK. <laughs> so National Grain Free Day on February 21st inspires families and friends to gather and enjoy each other's company company over grain free meals. What a remarkable way to devote an entire day to loved ones who cope with dietary limitations. Not only does the day create a way to recognize the difficulties of a restricted diet, but it also creates the family, celebrates the family, and brings everyone back into the kitchen for a meal designed just for them. Often someone who cannot have wheat, corn, or rice due to an allergy or other autoimmune disease finds themselves eating celery sticks at the latest family gathering or office party. But what we truly miss are the traditional family meals and feeling included. Celebration sets out to create an entire day full of meals entirely grain-free. Friends and family join in the festive atmosphere and enjoy the delicious aromas of the recipes that menus that are grain-free have to offer. Create a memorable spread and don't leave out the dessert. So to observe National Grain-Free Day, exchange delicious grain-free recipes to grow your repertoire. Cook together, experiment together, find new ways to enjoy your favorite foods grain-free. Try something new. Maybe there's a new family favorite yet to be discovered. And of course, share every single successful dish with anybody. Okay. That's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to like delve into something, you know, more hippie-ish, I guess. I don't even know what the word would be. Just pretentious. There you go. You know. (laughs) Grains are so bad for you, and this and that. And it's like, mm, tell them that to my chickens. So, but no, I think I think that it it's a good way to just it is a good way to raise awareness for people that can't have those things. As mm-hmm. somebody that you know, it, and I'm lucky enough that it wasn't something that was an actual allergy. It was just that I was having issues with my gut biome and mm-hmm. everything. But as somebody that had to go on a grain free diet, oh my god, <laughs> it was so yeah, I was miserable. It was horrendous. I couldn't eat all the things that I loved and enjoyed and it all because, you know, my body couldn't digest it. And so it's just, you know, so it's just, I, I, I feel for people that can't have it and it mm-hmm. is detrimental for them because it was, I literally, I was miserable. You'd not being able to eat so many different things that, you know, that you don't realize how much of the food that you eat has certain things that are allergies to certain allergens to certain people until you have to cut it out or until you start naming it all off. And that was one of them that I just, I couldn't every single cereal that I enjoyed every, Mm -hmm. like I couldn't have waffles anymore or pancakes anymore. I couldn't have, you know, toast and you know, any kind of sandwich, like everything that I enjoyed eating in my day was gone. So I, I'm just, I am, glad that i can but i will never forget those you know a few months of my life people who genuinely can't you know and yeah but for those who are are just wondering just just so you do understand is that when kiki and i first started talking one of the things that we did was we discussed the fact that she had you know gluten allergies and i have found in my history and with people that i've known and even medical professionals that i've talked to that a, a lot of people don't have actual gluten allergies. What it ends up being, and, and dairy allergies, um, you know, what it ends up being is that your gut biome is so bad that you don't have the, the you know, the little bugs basically in your LGI, your lower intestines and all of those that are sitting there and saying, hey, we can eat this stuff and we convert it and convert it into gas and, 
And so, you know, we got her on to some probiotics and we went heavy on some probiotics and some live cultures and things like that. And then when we did that and did that for a little bit, you got better and better. And now it's just like, okay, now you can just tell if you haven't had a kombucha in a, in a while or, and if you've been eating poorly. Mm -hmm. So, but compared to that, yeah. So it's something that's just really important to, you know, be aware of. So you may or may not have an a gluten allergy. And if you do, nobody's taking away from it. So, but if you don't, or, you know, if you don't know, then definitely uh, get, get, go get some, get some kombuchas, get yourself some raw, fresh cheeses to start and get those with live cultures in them. Things or like even a good sugar free, low fat, a hundred percent. You can, they tell you what cultures are in it. Yogurt. Yeah. Because you know, some of them just say, ah, oh, there's like a bunch of probiotics and, and the cultures in here, but they don't tell you what ones like, mm -hmm. I just got a quick shout out. Chobani is a really gr great one. They have a big tub at Kroger's. That's just, um, mm -hmm. zero sugar, um, zero added sugar. I should say all yogurt needs to have sugar in it. Or else the cultures can't survive. Right. Um, but zero added sugar to it. And it, tastes amazing and it's not like because i think people have the notion that things like that don't have flavor but they do mm -hmm. it's still super sweet to me mm -hmm. and if you are so used to having things that are just jam-packed with sugar yeah it's gonna taste like certain things don't have a whole lot of sugar in it anymore but it's a good thing to cut out so that when you do go back into it it does taste like things are sweet yeah and so that's literally what i had to do i had cut so much out of my diet when i met you because there were so many things i was eating that were so bad for me mm -hmm. and then when i reintroduced certain things in different versions of certain things like yogurt i liked yogurt because i didn't like yogurt growing up yeah because i had to have it it was a forced thing because it was like oh yeah you need the probiotics because you're always taking these antibiotics and it was never one of those things that like, oh, hey, we know what we're talking about and know what we're giving you. It was just, hey, uh, yeah, have some uh, Activia every day, at least once. Not, hey, here, have this Activia. Make sure you're eating it with this and this. Make sure, because a lot of people will have the probiotics, but they won't actually give those probiotics things to eat. So then they just mm -hmm. die and then they get flushed out with everything else. So you have to you have to actually build up a gut biome that's healthy and can, you know, digest all the things that you're looking to, you know, be properly digesting before you completely go, ah, it didn't work because it, it take it takes practice and it takes figuring out because everybody's gut biome is unique to their body. So you can't just eat all these things and, you know, have the same exact effect as somebody else. You're mm -hmm. different size. You have different, you know, activity levels during the day, uh, different things that you do and don't consume. So it's just, you have to go at it for a good solid, you know, week and a half, two weeks before you, you know, reintroduce something that wasn't, you know, properly being digested before. Mm -hmm. And if you know that it's an allergy, please don't do this. <laughs> we are yeah. not medical professionals. No, no, not. Yeah, so, but these are things that we have seen between myself, even down to some of the things that the girls have eaten. Nikki has the same thing. Like it's it, so many people have, you know, just, you know, chalked it up to, oh, well, have a dairy allergy have a grain allergy yeah, allergic to gluten can't have all these things and then you'd give them a challenge of okay we'll eat you know this be very down to earth nice and simple foods still can have flavor eat those things though and then try a kombucha have some yogurt you know give give yourself the probiotics and then feed those probiotics and then see what happens and that's literally mm -hmm. what happened to me i i had because i love quesadillas and that's the biggest thing it's made it so easy is that you get a good cheese yeah, that has all those yeah all those cultures queso. in it 
and I would make quesadillas with them and then I would love to sit there and eat those and then on top of that I was eating those and dipping them into beans which is an amazing thing to eat to feed those probiotics that are living in your body and so it's literally there's soluble and insoluble fiber and so that was one of those things that I was literally eating the perfect meal at least like you know once every three days and then Mm -hmm. bam suddenly I could eat and have cheese again and then I just slowly started adding more and more things into my life that I couldn't have before and I was having no reactions to them and it was amazing Mm -hmm. because I was so used to my entire life I would be like oh man I really want ice cream but I have to eat it either right before I go to bed so that I'm asleep throughout all the reactions or I have to take one of those stupid fucking dairy pills and I hated doing that because they were gross Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, and then it was you know one of those and so literally all these things that can be, you know, if you're lucky and it is that you just have, you know, your gut biome is suffering, then you can eat these things again. So, but no, for people that do have a legitimate allergy or have a legitimate autoimmune yeah, disease, stick with your, stick stick with your with medical professional. Don't, don't and, blame us. you know, everybody else, a part of your family and everything. It really is a good eye opener to, to participate in the things that they have to eat because sometimes it, it's really hard to be able to relate to somebody if you don't know what it's like i mean everybody knows that but you know it's mm-hmm. the same saying that everybody hears you know walk a mile in their shoes sit there and you know eat what they have to eat for a day literally don't touch any of the things that they can't have and realize how hard it is mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's it's hard <laughs> cutting any kind of food out of your diet that you enjoy eating is hard it it takes a toll on you mentally because you know food is a very big thing for everybody you have to eat it to survive so the amount of things that you eat and give you you know that happy feeling afterwards no matter how short or long lived it is it's still something that you know you take it away and it's it's hard to find things to replace that so i think i think it's a good day i think it's a good kind-hearted um day for people that feel like they just mm-hmm. go unheard for ever all the time nobody cares and it sucks because it's it's it literally controls their life so yeah and and that's the thing is like you know i i get people that like hey i'm allergic to this i don't eat this i can't eat this or there's like people like me oh my gosh like i can't eat (laughs) right now while i'm trying to lower my blood pressure um salami and copa and the things that i love are off the table. I literally, he sat there and he tried to tell me, he's like, Hey, you know, um, you, you like caviar. Yep. Okay. You gotta be careful on that. I'm like caviar is 2% salt. And he goes, yes, but it's, it's fat. And I'm like, and vitamin E and vitamin D. And he's like, yeah, but just, I'm just saying, you know, don't sit down and eat a pound of salmon roe. And I'm like, Oh, I don't. Okay. never mind. So, (laughs) but, but I accept that. But, with that, you know, if you got somebody that, that has those food allergies, and I'll tell you this, it is the most respectful thing that you can do is to honor people with their food allergies or their food, you know, their food restrictions, period. Part of the reason you and I got because I didn't shove things down your throat. It's like, yeah. you don't eat meat, you stupid. You know, it's like, <laughs> I was like, okay, here you go. I made, I made this for you. So here you go. So, you know, with that said, thank you so much for joining us this morning. We'll see you this afternoon, and uh, hopefully you have a great day until then. And until then, peace out with your peace out. Bye. Wow, wow, wow.